is up, you guys? It is your girl, Jada S, a.k.a. your mom friend. <laughs> hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode. You know what I noticed? I noticed on episode seven, the last episode, I completely messed up the intro and nobody told me. Didn't nobody tell me that I completely butchered the intro because my intro for my YouTube videos and for my podcast are two different intros. And I was recording or I was introducing my podcast, like it was a YouTube video and child, I was watching it back like, girl, what is you doing? <laughs> but we got it together this episode for episode eight. What's up? Happy fall. Happy, well, shoot. Happy um, Mariah Carey season, okay? <laughs> happy Mariah Carey season. It is that time of year. Oh my gosh. How is November already here? I told y'all last... um. I told y'all a couple episodes ago that like October just kind of flew by. We already in November, second week of November. This is wild. But anyways, hey y'all, I'm so excited for this episode today. So let's start off with some announcements, okay? Y'all, so I'm finally back on my health journey. <laughs> I'm finally back on my health journey. I um, kind of fell off. I have not been to the gym in... If I'm going to be transparent and honest with y'all, I have not been to the gym since like around my birthday. Baby, what? Oh, I, I've, I fell off. Like the habit, what does it take? Like a week to break a habit or something, but like two weeks to build a habit or three weeks. I don't know if y'all know, comment down below, but definitely broke the habit. I'll be going up the stairs out of breath. Like i it wasn't like that before. I was finally getting into a rhythm and then I kind of just got thrown off. And then, so I'm back on it, y'all, because I just been thinking a lot about like how I want to end this year and how I want to go into next year. Like, I don't want to go into next year like, okay, like we starting over, it's new year, new me. Like, I want to already have like a momentum going into next year, if you know what I mean. Like I've been really thinking about how I've been in this year. I've been just trying to be on all my content, trying to be consistent, trying to do what I need to do so that I can set myself up and prepare for 2024. Because y'all see how fast October went. November is going to go just as fast. And then it's going to be 2024 here before we know it. So I'm just really trying to just like be better and make changes that um, kind of fell off in Q4. So here we are. So I'm excited, y'all. Um, I didn't go to the gym today. I plan on going um, this week. Today I was super duper busy, but I was eating healthier today, y'all. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm hungry. <laughs> I am hungry. Like, ah, but you know what? We gonna get through it and we are going to just build this momentum up and we gonna eat better when Christmas and Thanksgiving come around, mind y'all business, but for now, <laughs> for now, we are doing our thing, y'all, so yeah, what's in my cup, what's in my cup today, today, I am just drinking some ice water, I don't, I don't want no smoke with my health journey, like, I don't, I'm not doing nothing out of the ordinary, I don't want to do nothing fancy, just straight up ice water, let me take a sip, mm. okay, ice water, so in our new house, we don't have like a ice maker on the fridge um, or in the freezer or whatever. So y'all, we've been just freezing our ice in the ice trays and putting it in the 
in the freezer. And honestly, this ice kind of eats. Like, it's, it's pretty good. I feel like it melts a little bit faster, but child, that's neither here nor there. But y'all, let's get into the show. I feel like I've just been rambling. <laughs> but no. Oh, can y'all hear those sniffles? If I'm sniffling or doing some coughs or whatever throughout this episode, y'all, I'm just getting over like a cold or whatever I had going on. It was not it. It was not cute. But um, I'm finally getting over it and I'm finally feeling better. So the sniffles that you hear are like me getting better. Okay? I'm not sick. <laughs> but you guys, today we are talking about setting boundaries in regards to your children. Um, so... Obviously, it's our job to protect our children to the best of our abilities. We are going to protect our children and ride for our children all day long, right? But what does that look like as far as communication when it comes to your family or your friends or strangers even? Um, Because I'm not going to lie, I've definitely had trouble in this aspect. Like, I feel like this is an aspect of parenting that no one really tells you about, but it is a really, really, really important aspect of parenting, y'all. Because if you don't assert boundaries when it comes to your children, like when I think about boundaries, I think of you speaking for your child. You are the voice of your child because they can't speak for themselves, um, you know, until a certain age, of course. Obviously, my baby is one year old, so... That's kind of the age group I'm thinking about, but I'm sure as they get older and you just come into different situations where you need to speak up and stand up for your child. So to me, boundaries create a safe environment and a safe space for your children, whatever that looks like. And I'm not going to lie, y'all. It was challenging for me at first. So let me just give y'all a quick story time. So Me and my family, and when I say me and my family, I mean me, my man, and my baby, we were out at dinner. And this was when Layla was like only a couple months old, y'all. She was not, I, she had to be under six months. She was pretty young, right? So we were sitting at this table, and at the table, like right next to us, it was like this group of people. I feel like it was like a corporate event because it was just so diverse. It was just different type of people. And so um, everyone is talking about Layla and how cute she is. They're like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. How old is she? Oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, yeah, she's however old she was at the time or whatever. And our tables are so close that you literally can like, if I reached over, I can touch their table. Like it's like, arm's length away. So this man at the other table was like, she's so cute and grabs her hand. She's so cute. Oh my gosh. Blah, blah, blah. And I just like froze because I'm like, I would think somebody has some sense to not touch a baby, especially a baby that they don't know, but just like a random baby. Like I would think that that's just something that is just common courtesy. I would think just out of respect for the baby and the parents or whatever. I just think you don't do that. And y'all, common sense is just not so common these days. And that's not my fault. So I froze. I froze. I didn't know what to do or what to say because I know that that person's intentions weren't bad. But in my head, I'm like, why are you touching my child? You, I don't know you. You literally are a stranger to me. You're a stranger to my child. Why are you touching my child? And I just felt like kind of powerless because 
I didn't really know how to communicate the boundary and not sound like I was trying to fight (laughs) or, you know, like I was trying to start something because I know that person was just being nice. And so this was a moment where I was like, oh, okay, I need to be more confident in speaking up for my child, period. And I feel like motherhood has most definitely raised my confidence in so many levels. But this was the moment where I was like, okay, my child can't speak for herself. I need to be the one that is going to protect her at all at all times. I felt so guilty in that moment, y'all. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, what just happened? And that's not the... And that's not the last time that something like that has happened. But I was just like so scared of, I guess, being judged. And I was just really trying to avoid conflict that I didn't say nothing at all to him or about it. But that killed my vibe for the rest of the dinner. And I was just like, bro, why did he just touch my baby? And he just touched her hand. He literally just touched her hand. But, you know, it's not like he reached in to grab her to pick her up because that would have been a whole nother story. Now that, now that I definitely would have been like, whoa, whoa, you tripping? Like she's only what, four months, however old she was y'all. But how do we communicate that? And not even to strangers, but our family and our friends, people that we know and people that we love. I feel like this is why I'm so nervous to put my baby in any form of childcare even a babysitter or a nanny, because I told y'all, you know, that's something that we are interested in these days. And that's something that we're seeking and looking for. But I just always get so nervous about that interaction. Like, how do I respectfully stand up for my child, voice what my child needs without creating a conflict, without losing a relationship, without making somebody feel bad without making somebody feel guilty. Like, what does that look like? Because I want my child to always look to me or her parents like, okay, I want to empower my child to be able to always speak for herself, period. I want my child to know that her voice is heard, her voice her voice matters, and that she can be able to stand up for herself, voice her needs, voice what she likes, what she doesn't like, and not feel bad about it. That's what I want for my child. And so I feel like now I'm, I have that mindset even more because I'm like, okay, I have to work on this before she actually is, you know, before she actually knows what's going on, if you will, because Like I said, I don't want her to think her mama is weak. I don't want her to think her mama can't say nothing if something bother her. Because if you know me in real life, you know I'm not that person. Like, I'm going to say how I feel. I'm sensitive. So if something hurts my feelings, I'm going to tell you. Like, I'm going to address something if it's bothering me. Like, that's just how I am. And for some reason in that moment, I just froze and didn't have nothing to say, even though my heart was like, (gasps) You know, like it was just so crazy. And so, like I said, I want to empower my child. Like I never want her to feel like that her mom is not protecting her. But I also, but I also feel like what's the balance between setting a boundary and being overprotective? Because I feel like that's also a fine line too. But in that case, don't touch my child, especially like post COVID, like, come on now, 
10 feet. <laughs> like, what are you even doing? But so, because that's another thing. Like, when my baby gets to a certain point where she is in childcare or where she has teachers or she has friends and I got to address a parent or something, when am I being overprotective and when am I setting a boundary, you know, to just protect my baby to my standards? You know, everybody's standard of parenting is different. And so, you know, you got the overprotective parent. You got the parent that's a little bit more chill. You you got the parent that's, you know, exposes their child to different things. And so that's such a scary thing. And I just want to instill that in my child. But before I instill that in her, I have to make sure that I have the self-confidence and that I have, you know, the mental capacity to be able to communicate this to somebody and not feel like, bad about it. So child, that is that. <laughs> mm. Y'all has a drink to that. <laughs> but y'all, I am looking for my next mompreneur to highlight. Let me just tell y'all why it's so important to me to highlight mompreneurs on my platform and on this show. The flexibility between work in life is hard, period. It's hard. Um, and so I think that moms, mompreneurs, especially like, I just admire the balance and the juggling of just these different roles in your life of, of being a boss and being a CEO and also being a mom and showing up in both spaces. And I know sometimes it's hard because sometimes I feel like, okay, if I give my all to work, I can't give my baby my all. Or if I give my all to my baby, I can't give everything to my work. If I give my all to my man, I can't give my all to... Like, it's just so hard to just serve all these different areas of your life and and serve them well at that. So I just feel like mompreneurs just have a special place in my heart. And I just feel like mompreneurs are working their butts off because... It's hard <laughs> to balance all these different things, especially if you have younger children or or if you have older children. I don't know, but I love it and I want to highlight mompreneurs. If you have a business, if you have um, a brand, a clothing line, if you do lashes, if you do makeup, whatever it is, y'all, I want to know and I want to highlight. Um, so how do you get highlighted? Um, so go to your mom friend pod on Instagram and I have a mompreneur inquiry form in my bio. So go ahead, click the link in the bio. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Tell me, you know, who's your target audience. Tell me where I can find you and boom, it's that simple. I will highlight you on my channel or on my channel. Well, yeah, I guess we're on my channel <laughs> on my show y'all. So it just excites me so much. And y'all, I'm, I need mompreneurs. Refer a mompreneur. Tell a mompreneur to tell a mompreneur that your mom friend is over there giving out promo for mompreneurs, okay? <laughs> so make sure um, that you tap in for that, y'all. Uh, where's my phone? Because is it moms in the media time? I just, I just have this feeling that it's moms in the media time. Y'all, my phone is all the way across the room. Let me grab it. Okay, so y'all know what time it is. It is moms in the media, moms in the media, moms in the media time, y'all. Moms in the media is a segment on the show where I take a post 
a tweet, a TikTok, whatever it is on social media that I found funny, that I found thought-provoking, whatever it is, but I want to talk about it, okay? So it's actually this post, it's like a graphic. <laughs> it's a graphic and it's... um. I'm going to put it on the screen. Shout out to The Mommy Talks. But it says, vacuum going, the baby sleep. Car horn, the baby sleep. Phone rings, the baby sleep. Mom closes her eyes, and then the baby wakes up. <laughs> Man, that's not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing, but why do babies wake up out of their sleep when they see that mom is comfortable? I don't get it. I can be like, that girl can be in REM, okay? That girl can be in REM sleep. And then if it's time for me to finally join the party and also be in REM sleep, it's it's no. It's a no for her. It's like, and I just don't understand it, but it's just so funny to see that like all moms be going through the same thing with our little infants or with our toddlers. <laughs> um, because like, I also feel this way at a stoplight, right? My baby will be chill, calm, cool, and collected. But when we reach a stoplight, it's like crazy. Like she just starts screaming. She hates when the car stops. And I feel like it's the same energy for when mom is about to go to sleep or when mom is about to eat. Why in those two instances do babies just go crazy? Why is that? I can't sleep and I can't eat without some form of disruption. <laughs> Can somebody please explain to me why this is? Like, how do babies, it's their sixth sense. They know when you about to eat or go to sleep. They think that's their cue to cut up. And I'm just like, how did you even know I was eating though? You just ate. You just ate. Why are you in my plate? You already sleep. So why are you waking up when I'm about to go to sleep? Because you don't want me to sleep. You already sleep. I'm trying to be sleep like you. And you won't let me go to sleep because you want to wake me up. Like, how do they know? <laughs> what is the science? Some Somebody tell me the science behind that. Because the fact that all moms be going through this is just really interesting to me. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Shout out to all the babies who just love their mommies. <laughs> and just want to cuddle and be all up under their mommies. Because... Y'all, my baby is getting into the stage where she's getting a little clingy. Uh-huh, she's getting a little clingy. Like, if you walk out the door clingy, it's it's an issue. If you put her down, it's an issue. Like, y'all, ooh, I'm not ready for that clingy stage, y'all. <laughs> but anyways, you guys, let me know in the comments or let me know just what type of experience you've had where you've had to create a boundary for your child, whether that be with a family member, a friend, a caregiver, a stranger, a doctor, whatever it is, let me know a time where you've had to stand up and speak up for your child because they couldn't. Um, because you know what? That is something that was challenging to me at first, but I'm learning more and more. But y'all, that is a wrap on episode eight. Like I said, make sure you subscribe and follow me on all my platforms. Make sure you give us a download if you are listening on any type of streaming app. Thank you guys so much for your ongoing support. And shout out to the mompreneurs. I'm looking for you, girl. I'm looking for you. <laughs> but thank you guys so much. And until next time, friend. Mwah. Oh, <laughs>